Happy Saturday, everyone. Good morning to you. Good afternoon. Good evening, wherever you are around the world. So happy to be here joining you live as I do every week. Um, like I said, this is always one of my favorite part of the week is to do this live with you so that I, I can exchange these beautiful energies with you. And, you know, I love it. I love the live questions because it keeps me on my feet. I never know what, uh, what question you're going to ask. So it really keeps me on my toes and on my feet. So I really appreciate all of your um, questions that you, you, you provide to me me as well as a lot of your beautiful comments and feedback and wisdoms. You know, I always say I learn just as much from you as you might be learning from me, because it's a two way street, we're exchanging energies. And I always say that um, learning is a lifelong journey, learning is an e eternal journey, because our souls are eternally expanding and eternally learning. So there's no, um, there's no destination to learning. There's only the journey. Good morning, Mr. Starbucks. Good morning, Melanie. So I didn't see any questions. I might be mistaken, but I didn't see any specific questions for the I Ching Oracle this week. So um, I'm going to be, I did a general I Ching Oracle uh, reading. Um, I'm going to be doing a general reading for you and relaying those messages. So, but let's just begin by doing a little bit of a coherence meditation together to bring our energies as one, you know, uh, as one. So let's just do a little bit like a minute or two uh, quiet meditation so that we can bring our energies together and bring all of our hearts as one. So wherever you're sitting or laying down, just relax yourself and be present. In this moment, focus on your breath. And if any thoughts arise about the past or future, just simply observe without judgment and let them go. Like leaves on a river, they just come and go. And we return to our breath. Feel the beautiful coolness of the inhalation breath and feel the warmth of the exhalation breath. And as you exhale, say to yourself, I am a peaceful soul. I am a peaceful soul. And the next breath in, bring in a beautiful emotion to your heart center. Right here, maybe it's an emotion of peace, serenity, expansion, love, compassion, joy. Bring in that regenerative emotion right here and see that emotion just fill your whole body. Just expand into every cell, every tissue, every organ of your body. And let it extend beyond your heart and your body to all those in this room. And see ourselves 
inner circle, joining hands and exchanging this beautiful energy, high frequency energy, exchanging with one another. And let's together, all of us together in unity, send this beautiful energy out to the planet, to every sentient being, to all the forest, ocean, sky, lakes, rivers, forests, deserts, mountains. Send it all out and send it even beyond the planet to every part of the universe. And let's just all envelope ourselves like this huge bubble of pure positive energy of light. Let's bubble ourselves with the universe in this pure positive energy of light and feel that positive energy return to us tenfold. Return to us tenfold. And when you're ready, open your eyes. Thank you, everyone. That was, oh, I needed that actually. Thank you so much. I am so deeply grateful that you have joined me for that, for that coherence. Uh, we want to cohere ourselves as unity, as one. As I always say, we are really one. So whatever pain you go through, I'm going through. Whatever joy you go through, I go through. So thank you for joining. So returning to the Iching Oracle reading, because I, I didn't see any specific questions and maybe I missed the specific question. So if you have a specific question for Iching Oracle reading for next week, just place it in the chat and I will copy and paste that question. So I asked the Iching Oracles in my meditation this morning, I asked them about what message would you like me to deliver to the viewers today? this morning. What message would you like me to deliver? Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Welcome. And the, the, the Ching Oracle sent me this message of number 39 limping, 39 limping. And it says, take a step back from the struggle and connect with people more than ideals. Seeing helpful people keeps you traveling towards your long-term vision, despite the obstacles and course corrections, someone with experience and wisdom might reorient you, or you may be guided by an inner wisdom or visitation. Where can you find help? How could you see the obstacles differently? Can you imagine going a different way? I love this card. And the reason why I love this card and, you know, it resonates with me deeply in, in actually the things that I'm doing right now, um, really focusing on expanding yin yang living. And there's some really exciting things that are happening and going to be happening. And it's already energetically, I could, I could feel it energetically. I feel it is that sometimes, um, you know, when we're mired in struggle or what you might call ob obstacle, I call it opportunity when we're mired in that space, we can't see things. It's like being in the muddy waters, right? You can't see anything. And so sometimes at that point, you know, we have to look towards the outside wisdom. 
because sometimes when people, you know, we're so in the picture that we can't see what's going on, that sometimes when there's an outside perspective, like a third eye perspective, seeing the situation, they could place some wisdom, some clarity into the situation. And so this is what the I Ching oracles want you to do. Whatever you're going through right now, that you need some answers, you need clarity, you, you know, you need some solutions, you're looking for these answers, right? And you're not quite finding it within yourself because sometimes we're not in the space to be able to meditate and connect with our higher self, you know, connect with the divine wisdom within us. Sometimes we're just not in that space and that's okay. That's okay. We, it's hard to be in that space 24, seven, seven days a week, right? We're all human beings going through physical experiences, right? So what they're saying is during those times, sometimes find the people around you that you trust, that has wisdom, that you trust, that resonate with you, right? That you trust and resonate with you and see what their perspective is. And they will give you a perspective that could be like, aha, that could help you to reorient your direction, find solutions. Oh, maybe I need to see it this way. And maybe I need to man handle it this way. So find those people around you that resonate with you, that you trust, that could show you some of that wisdom and perspective, the deeper perspectives that you're looking for in a situation. And so that's one of the reasons So I actually, this actually happened to me recently when I, you know, just decided to focus 120% of my energy into yin and yang living is that I received that perspective. Somebody helped me to reach that decision. Cause I was really confused if, you know, cause I, you know, because I have such a passion for my other, the other company that I started and co-founded, you know, I have such a passion for it that I was so confused about, you know, I was in a, there were some days when I was confused about what to do. And I actually sought outside wisdom to help me make the decision. I, I sought it out. And the wisdom was so profound that I knew that the decision that I had made to focus 100% of my energies on yin and yang living, to this day, I told the person, I said, I am so infinitely grateful to you. And I will never forget what you did for me to help me come to this conclusion that was the right decision. And I tell you, it was the best decision, one of the best decisions I've ever made in my life. So having outside perspective and wisdoms is very valuable to us at certain times, okay? Do not always think that you have to come up with everything, that everything is, you know, yes, internally, we, we have all the answers within us, but there are times when we can't access that depending on what's going on in our lives, what's happening. It's hard. It's not like we don't have that flow 24, seven, seven days a week because we're going through physical experiences in life that prevent us from accessing who we really are, accessing that higher wisdom, the higher messages. And so this is when we go to people outside of us that we trust and have that wisdom to help us orient ourselves, to help us find the solutions, the clarity, the answers. So that was the message from the I Ching oracles. Look outside 
for those wisdom people and really employ their wisdom, employ their higher knowledge, employ their energies. Sometimes we, a lot of times we can't do it ourselves and that's okay. Okay. Hello, Codwoke. Hello, Lillian. Hello, Alma. Oh, Alma, I miss you too as well. Hello, everyone. Okay, so if, if anybody has a question, please let me know. This is the time when I am here to ask, to answer your live questions, okay? This is the time. So if you have any live questions, please ask me. Or if you want an I Ching Oracle reading, also place those questions in the chat and I will do, I can even do a live one now if you would like to one or one or two people, if you want me to pull I Ching Oracle cards for anyone here. So please do that. And so I hope this message with the I Ching Oracle uh, today of um, seeking outside wisdom outside of you is helpful. And so if there's any topics that you want me to touch upon, please do so. Um, please ask me what they are or I will just keep talking and talking and talking. And you know me, I could talk forever. <laughs> you know, I'm somebody who can talk forever and ever and ever. Um, one of the things that I was, um, while you're asking me questions, oh, okay. Mr. Sawbucks, inching please. I'm starting new job, need guidance. Okay, so what, 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 what kind of, uh, Mr. Sawbucks, what kind of guidance, can you be a little bit more specific? What's going on in your job? Is there something going on in your job that you're trying to resolve? Are there people that you don't like? Is, is the job in and of itself um, overwhelming? Can you give me, explain a little bit more because I don't feel very comfortable in the new job. Okay, this is a beautiful, beautiful question. Hello, Skywalk Trice. Uh, it's my first name, Skywalk Trice. Wow, what a beautiful name. Um, this is very, okay. So Mr. Sawbucks has a beautiful question that new technology, learning new things. I get it. This is gorgeous. This is a beautiful, beautiful um, question. Now, I understand you don't feel comfortable. You don't feel confident because you feel overwhelmed. Talk about synchronicity of the universe. I am shooting a video after this live session. I'm shooting a video about this, about what you're going through, Mr. Sawbucks, the synchronicity of the universe. So I have, this is what, this is, and I understand why you would feel overwhelming because you're going to a new job with new technology and you don't know anything about that technology, right? So that feels overwhelming. There is a beautiful quote by Confucius, he says, the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. The journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. What does that mean? What does that mean? What it means is that you're not taking, let's say your job is like the elephant, right? The job is like, it's like this big thing. And it feels overwhelming because it's so big. There's so many co-op, there's so many components to this technology here, there, 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 there. And because you're new to the job and you're new to the technology, you don't know much right now. 
right? And so you're feeling overwhelmed because you're trying to look at this huge picture of everything. Like, I don't know this technology at all. And now I feel overwhelmed. It's like when I start a new company, a new, when I start a startup, there's so many things about a startup company that I don't know. And there were times when I felt overwhelmed. I was like, oh my God, there's this component. There's this component. There's this part. There's this, and things come up. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, there are times, there were days when I felt so overwhelmed. And that quote, a journey of a thousand miles begins with one step means this. Starbucks and everyone out there who's feeling overwhelmed because you're new to a situation and you don't know this and you don't know that and now you're feeling overwhelmed is that all you need to do Mr. Starbucks is find be present in this moment and figure out what the what is possible right now you are taking this elephant and you're trying to eat the entire elephant you want to eat you want to take a small bite so you go sit in front of your desk and you do some breathing exercises and you look, he says, what is the one little step, one little step that I could take right now? What is the one little possibility that I could tackle right now? And don't, and they say, I don't need to know everything right now. You're not supposed to know everything right now. You're not supposed to know that entire technology right now. The journey is about taking that one step and figuring out what is possible right now, the smallest thing possible right now. Because in any situation, there's always a possibility, even if it's tiny, even if it's tiny possibility. And you focus on that. That's all you need to focus on. You don't need to focus on the, the entire picture of the technology right now. That's not your job right now. Your job is to see what can I learn today? What can I make possible today? What is that small piece of the elephant that I could tackle today and I could make possible? You're looking for possibilities, not impossibilities. When we feel overwhelmed, we're looking at impossibilities. This is overwhelming. This is impossible. That's not what you're doing. You're looking for possibilities because in any situation, there's always a possibility. Even if the possibility is tiny, that's what you want to focus on. You're focusing on the entire elephant. You want to focus on the toenail of that elephant right now and figure out what is possible. What part of this technology can I? focus today. One part of that technology that I could focus today and I could learn today. That's it. Because once you've done that, Mr. Starbucks, once you've taken that small bite, that one step, that will lead you to the next step, the next small step, which will lead you to the next small step, which will lead you to the next small step. And next thing you know, six months, a year from now, you know a lot more about that technology just by, the, the, by taking one step at a time. And the reason why we get overwhelmed, and I do not blame you, I understand because I felt that, I've seen it other people, is because you're looking at the elephant. You don't wanna look at the elephant. 
the entire elephant. That's what you're doing. You're right now looking at the entire elephant. You want to look at the smallest little part of that elephant, maybe just the toe of the elephant. That's what you're looking at. That's what you're dealing with. And that's all you need to do. And that, and you're not supposed to know everything right now. The journey of expansion is not to know everything right now. The journey of expansion is to know what you're supposed to know right now and be okay with it. You say, you know what? I am not supposed to know this tech, everything about this technology right now. And I am okay with that. What I'm going to learn today is one part of this technology, and that's all I need to know, and that's enough. Tomorrow, I'll learn another thing about this technology, and that's enough. The next day, I will learn another thing about this technology, and that's enough. You hear what I'm saying, Mr. Starbucks? Only see what's possible now, even if it's the smallest possibility. One step, one step. One step, small bites, small bites, small bites. I cannot stress this more and more. You're not supposed to know. And you should be okay with not knowing. Be okay with not knowing. Because the not knowing is part and parcel of the journey of your expansion. You hear what I'm saying? So I hope that has helped you. Beautiful question. I'm actually going to be shooting a video about this after this, after this live session to release. Okay. So I hope that helped you. Okay, Yudo, hello, Yudo. What are other ways to forgive if you can't reach that person through texting or in person? Hello, Yudo, beautiful. That is so funny. Again, synchronicity. I was gonna talk about forgiveness. You read my mind, Yudo. Law of attraction here. What other ways can you forgive if you cannot reach the person through texting or in person? You will forgive energetically. What does that mean to forgive energetically? Forgiving that person is really not about that person. It's really for your, for your uh, peace and serenity. That's what it's really about. It's for your own peace and serenity. That's why you're forgiving that person. It's for you to be good, for you to be peaceful, for you to be in, in a good place. And you could do the forgiveness without, without, without you know texting them or calling them because everything is energy your thoughts are energy your emotions are energy and that energy's frequency is being broadcast out into the universe no matter what so what you want to do is you could do a forgiveness you could you, what i would do is i would light a candle i would uh, write on a piece of paper, I forgive you, blah, 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 blah. And then I would burn it to send that message out to the universe. That's how you should do that. Doesn't matter. It's really not about the other person. It's not about the other person. It's really about you. And so you're going to forgive that person energetically using the paper fire element. You're going to use that for that inner peace that you know that you have forgiven this person. And don't worry about the other person. The other person has their own unique journey. And maybe in the future, that person will come around somehow by the divine wisdom of the universe. And then you could, at that point, you could say, 
to that person, I forgive you. You know what I'm saying? But it's not really about that person, you know. It's really about you. And so this is how you could do forgiveness. You can also just do a prayer. You could do a prayer and say, I forgive, blah, 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 blah. And send that message out to the universe. Okay. So you don't have to be communicating with that person to forgive. You never have to communicate with that person to forgive. This is all energy that we're talking about. The universe hears your forgiveness. Here's your forgiveness. The most important thing is that you, your intention is to forgive. And that intention has been set out into the universe. Okay, Mr. Udall, that's a beautiful, beautiful question. Beautiful question. And because I was actually going to talk about forgiveness, this forgiveness. Um, okay, AKS. Hello, AKS. Hello, Adrian. Um, okay, is it possible to heal the emotional and physical body from substance abuse, alcohol, marijuana, nicotine, normalize bad habits in society? Everything is possible. Everything is possible. Uh, so I always say, because we're talking about, you know, uh, the, the infinite possibilities of our, our lives in the universe, we're talking about the quantum field of infinite possibilities. So it's always possible. The, the thing is, this is with the substance abuse. Yes, there is a chemical reaction to that addiction, right? There is a, there is a, a, you know, when you take, you know, when you have certain substances, your body becomes, you know, chemically addicted in some ways to that. I get it. I understand that. And so for me, I think with any type of addiction, it's really about, um, it's about whether you're ready to, uh, whether you're really ready to, uh, to go on the journey of cleansing yourself of this addiction, because anything is possible. Anything is possible if you have the will and the motivation in the internal world. And when you're addicted now physically to something, the mind, the will of the mind has to overrun that physical addiction, right? The will of the mind has to be greater than that physical addiction. It's about the mind having the greater willpower over the body. And so whether that individual is ready for that journey, that's up to that individual. Some individuals will be ready for the mind to be more powerful than the body to overcome those addictions. And, and some will not, will not be because it's, maybe it's not their journey in this life. And so it really depends on the person, how much they want this, how much they're willing to uh, train their mind to overcome that physical addiction. And it, it, that, that depends on the individual. So yes, it is absolutely possible for those substance abuse, but it really depends on the mind, how much the person wants it, how motivated they are, what lengths that they would go through to overcome it. Okay. And that's an individual journey that each one of us. So that's, that is the best answer that I could give you for that, but absolutely. 
it could absolutely be overcome, but it's about the mind. It's about here. How much do you want it? How much are you going to use this to overcome that physical addiction? Because the mind has to be more powerful, more stronger, more will than the body's physical addiction, right? So that, that's, the, that's the answer. Adrian, what are the basic spiritual things we should be doing daily? Beautiful. You know, the, the, you know, the, the, the typical answer might be, oh, meditate, right? Pray, which is something that is always, that's a given in my opinion. I think one of the spiritual things, but what's really, really important is to have some time for yourself. Some time for yourself is a very spiritual thing. Why? Because it's about spirituality is connecting to our infinite beingness, right? The, the part of us that's infinite, right? That's what spirituality is to me. It's connecting to our metaphysical infinite beingness of expansion. That's what it is. So what are the things that we need to do to be able to connect to that infinite part of us? We do that by having some alone time. That's the best way to do it. Or having some alone time with a cup of tea, to meditate, maybe to be in nature. Whatever it is that allows you to feel that connection to your divine beingness. For some people, it's meditation. People, it's prayer. Some people want to go into nature. Some people, they like to read a book. But spending some alone time to connect to that infinite being of who you are, that's important to have a spiritual practice. And also a spiritual practice is you have to walk the walk. You know, I always say in this business, in this work, you have to walk the walk. You can't just say it. you have to walk the walk. And for me, a spiritual person is somebody who truly walks the walk. They don't say one thing and do something else. So it's literally treating others the way you want to be treated. I don't care who the person is. You know, sometimes people feel entitled and they think that this person, you know, I always make a conscious effort to treat others the way I don't care who they are, to treat others the way I want to be treated. That's a spiritual thing because that person is you and you are that person. If you think that you're not that homeless person, you're wrong. You are that homeless person. You are that homeless person. We are one, really. Our energy is just really one. We all come from that one source creator. So that homeless person is us, and we are that homeless person. So to treat others, no matter where they are in their life, the way we want to be treated is a spiritual path. And that's something that we should practice every single day. Every single day, appreciate anyone in your orbit. Anyone. Could be the Uber driver. It could be the waitress. It could be the homeless person, you know? Really, that's really important. Because we are really spiritually, we are one. So if you want to be treated well, 
If you want to be treated with respect and dignity, then treat everyone around you with respect and dignity. That's important. Okay, so I hope that um, Adrian, I was able to um, answer that question for you. Oh, oh no. Okay, Skywalk Trice. Oh, I am. Oh no, that's my handle. Well, my son created that name for me, and I do love it. Please choose a hexagon for me, preferably fifty-eight. Okay, so what is your name? I, um, okay, so um, do you have a question, Skywalk Trice? Uh, I would be happy to answer. Or if you have a question for the I Ching Oracle. I would be happy to pull a card for you next week. Hello, Jessica, sending you lots of love in return. Hello, Intuitive Nikki. Thank you so much, Intuitive Nikki. Good day to you as well. Okay. Hi, Lulian. Hi, Moon. You resonate with, with someone. Hi, Moon. When you resonate with someone, it's because your physical body resonates with the other person's physical body or because you're soul resonates with the other person's soul. Wow. That's a really, really good question. That's a really, really good question. I love that question. I've never even thought about that. That's why I always say you, you guys are my biggest teachers. You guys are my, even the questions that you ask are like genius. That's a really great question. Is it because the physical form resonates with the person as well as the spirit? It's everything. It's the mind, body, and soul. It's everything. You know how I always talk about how everything in the universe is an energy frequency? Everything is a wave frequency. That's what you are. Your physical form is a wave frequency. Your soul is a wave frequency. Your mind is a wave frequency. That's why, you know, a lot of times they, they, when they studied the brain, they show you the frequency. They study your thoughts. There's a frequency to your thoughts. So everything is a frequency. Everything is really made up of frequency, mind, body, spirit, all frequency, all energy. And so what's happening is, is that your mind, body, and spirit is resonant, is at the frequency, is in the very similar zone. So if your frequency is here, when you resonate with somebody, it's because their frequency is here, somewhere here, may not be exact but it's very close. That's why you're resonating. The frequency. If you're here, then the people here will resonate with you. You're here, then the people here will resonate with you. So it's that frequency of resonation. That's what it is. And so sometimes you know how there are people in the past, maybe somebody in college that you were best friends with, because your frequency was here about here. And now 20 years later, you don't really speak with them because you're, maybe your frequency is different now. You've raised it and they're, they're still here, you're here. So it's like passing ships. Or, or, or if you both were able to raise it together, now there's still a resonation between the two of you. So it's really that, it's that frequency. That's what it resonating is. It's those, these wave energy frequency that's resonating because you're in the same zone. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it is. And also there's, you know, and also because, you know, in the past lives, maybe you've, you've known each other in the past life. That's a frequency too. So if you've known each other in the past life, 
you share the same frequency. That's why you know each other. And so when you see that person again in this life, there's, there's a familiarity, there's a resonance, you know, of that. So that's what it is. I hope that answered your question, Lulianne. I hope that answered. So it's mind, body, and spirit. You're welcome, Mr. Sawbucks. Jessica, I send you lots of love in return. Lots of love in return. Um, okay, Moon, how can we raise our vibration frequency? That's a great question. That's a great question. Um, the, the way we raise our frequency is through the mind. It's through here. This is where, because the mind will inform everything in our body and, it, and in, it, it, the mind will shift everything. So the Buddha always says, when you change your individual mind, you change the world. When you change your individual mind, you change the world. What does that mean? It means that all your thoughts, your, first of all, your thoughts are frequency and your thoughts will then, inf, you know, physically inform the chemical reaction in your body, right? So when you have thoughts of stress and overwhelm, you're sending physical, chemical, um, lower frequency chemicals, signaling lower frequency chemicals to run through your body. When you have thoughts of joy, love, compassion, possibilities, creation, you're physically sending a higher, high vibrational chemicals in your body. And so all frequency, all, it all begins with the mind, the consciousness, what we call consciousness, what's in your subconscious mind, what's in your conscious mind. And so if you've held on to, you know, thoughts, a belief in your subconscious mind that you're not good enough for 30 years, that's the frequency that you're going to send to your body. That's the frequency that you're going to send. And then you're going to feel unworthy. You're going to feel unworthy because the, the feeling comes because of thoughts that you've repeated enough times. So when you repeat enough times in your mind, and even in a subconscious level that I'm not enough, you're going to feel you're not good enough. And then your behavior will also follow from that feeling. I always say, you know, when I see people behave badly, there's a, I give them compassion and prayer from afar. Why? Why do I do that? Because I know that they are only behaving based on where they are at mentally, emotionally, right? If you are here mentally, emotionally, they're going to behave here mentally, emotionally. All their behaviors are going to align with their mental, emotional space. If they are here mentally, emotionally, all of their behaviors will align with their mental, emotional space. So how can you, how can you blame them for behaving that way? If I was that way, if I was there mentally, emotionally, I would behave that way too. Doesn't mean that we condone that behavior. That's not what we're saying. But I understand why they're behaving badly. I get it. Not that we're condoning it, but I understand. Because you can only behave from where you are mentally and emotionally. So your thought, as you keep repeating a thought, and that a belief is just a thought that you have a million times. That's all a belief is. And you repeat that thought over and over again. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. You're going to believe that you're not good enough. When you believe you're not good enough, you're going to feel you're not good enough. And that is the frequency now that you're, you're vibrating to the universe. That's a frequency. So, so everything happens with a thought, your thought. This is it right here. 
Your thoughts create your reality. Your thoughts create your reality. Your thoughts create your reality. If you want this, your thoughts have to match this. If you want this, your thoughts have to match this. So what most, what's happening most of the time is we want this, but our thoughts are down here. And so we're passing ships. So then people say, oh, life is not fair. It's not that the universe is not inclusive. It's that our frequency doesn't match because our thoughts are here and our belief systems are down here and they're in a subconscious level. So what you have to do is you have to A, be aware of every, every moment. You have to be aware of your thoughts. Is this thought aligning with that which I desire or is this thought not aligning with it? Because if it's not aligning with it, you say to yourself, you say to yourself, oh, oh, wow, I just caught myself. I give myself credit for catching myself with that thought that does not align with what I desire. You say, okay, pause. Let me pause. What can I say? What thought can I bring in now that is better, that aligns more with what I desire? What is a thought that I can? And you keep training yourself that way over and over and over and over again. It's in the practice. It's in the training. Then you start to reprogram that subconscious mind too. You want to reprogram that. So you have to have absolute awareness of your thoughts. What thought, are these thoughts aligning with that which you desire? If you desire to have this beautiful relationship, let's say you want to have a lover. You want to marry the man of your dreams. And this man is up here and you're down here. Your frequency, you're like this right now. How are you going to raise it to go? Well, are you going to say to yourself, I'm not good enough? If, if, if you want this person, you have to raise it. You have to feel that you're good enough to have that person, right? Because the universe will always meet you where you're at. So if you keep saying to yourself, I'm not deserving of a healthy relationship, you're holding yourself down. This is what you're doing. And you're always going to be passing ships. And this is what a lot of people do in their lives. They're just passing ships with that which they desire. You want this? You've got to align with this. You've got to align with this man's frequency. It's the thought. The thought. Train the mind. Train the mind. Train the mind. That's what, what it is. Okay, Jessica? I hope that helps you. That is the fundamental answer to this question. Now, there's many tools that you could do to train the mind, lots of tools. You know, I have so many videos on virtualization. I have a video about virtualization and a guided meditation, virtualization. Here, let me, let me give you this video about virtualization um, because virtualizing is one of the things of how to raise your frequency, okay? Here, let me, uh, let me, let me find this video and give you the link. And here's a guided meditation to virtualize. I'm gonna give you the guided meditation as well as the video about virtualization okay let me also give you the video explaining this tool this this technique so i'm i'm, I'm sending you two links here okay jessica okay so there's two videos there for you okay so let's see what else what other questions is there uh but beautiful question what are the basics for okay Um, okay, Mr. Sawbucks, do you want me to, uh, I see here, good morning, good morning, Kabul, join at 11, oh, that's great, you joined at 11, 11, 1, 1, 1, 1, beautiful, beautiful, thank you, uh, that was not by accident, I guarantee that, 
I wonder what I Ching would say. Okay, Mr. Sawbucks, do you want me to do an I Ching oracle reading for you about your uh, job situation next week? I can do that. I'll pull a card for you, uh, um, Mr. Sawbucks. Okay. Okay, so now what else do we do here? Lots of love to you, Jessica, in return. Um, hello, Natalia from Jakarta. Wow, beautiful city. Thank you for joining us. So, oh, I'm glad that you agree with me. I'm glad that my message resonates with you. I'm glad it resonates with you. Okay, Skywalk Trice. Um, it's basically the step-by-step -step journey you explained earlier if the person chooses. Yes, step-by-step bite-sized pieces. Um, okay, so let me see if, let's see what other questions there are. Okay, so Natalia has a quote, Moon, my husband is in the process of overcoming his depression. Sometimes I don't know what to do because I don't want to trigger him. He's on medication and I know he's try trying. Currently, I just leave him be and listen when he needs me, but I don't know if that's enough. Wow, what a beautiful question. I love this question. I love it because I go through stuff like that in my own personal with other people. And I have this desire to control like, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Let me tell you, Natalia, what you're doing is more than good enough. What you are doing is more than good enough. Why? Why? It's not our journey in this life to change people or to dictate what their soul's path is. Every single person has a unique journey and path that serves the bigger picture of the universe of the divine. We don't know what that bigger picture is because we're in the picture. So even though we think that somebody is, 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 on a, is on a path that we don't agree with, or that makes us feel unsafe, or that makes us feel fearful, right? Especially a loved one. And we see that they're on this path and we're like, ooh, ooh it's not good. There's not, there, it's not our job to change them or change that course. That's not our spiritual path or journey to do that. What the path is that training you as your as a spiritual being is how can you just show up with support and compassion at the, the moment that they are at, meet them where they're at, and just show up without judgment? How can we do this? That is not an easy thing to do, Natalia. I that is not an easy thing to do to see somebody suffering, right? And you think you should be doing this, 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 this right? But what you are doing by just showing up to be fully present with whatever this person is going without judging that person is the most beautiful thing. Why? Because when you connect with this person on a soul level, when you're fully present with somebody without judgment, with whatever they're going through, you're really connecting with them on a soul level, not on a physical level. Right now, he's going through a lot of depression in this physical life. You're connecting. When you're just present with somebody without judgment, you're connecting with them on a soul level. 
That is because on a soul level, your husband is perfect. There's nothing wrong with him. He is wholeness in his essence. The packaging might be a little, look a little imperfect. The packaging of this depression, right? Addictions, whatever people go, that's the, like the packaging. But the essence, the pure essence of him is this pure soul. And when you show up just present with him without judgment and then give him, oh, you need tea? Okay, let me give you tea. Oh, you need this? Let me support you in that. You're connecting with him in that essence. That is a very powerful thing. So nothing that you're doing, Nataya, do not question what you are doing. You are doing exactly what you should be doing. And allow the universe to take care of him in the way it does. Allow it to unfold and surrender and release and let go. I am present with him. And I allow the universe in its infinite wisdom to let him be on his soul's journey. And I know that that is a very difficult thing to do. Trust me, I understand that. I resonate with you. But what you're doing is very, very powerful stuff that not many people can do. So give yourself a lot of credit, Natalia, for just showing up and supporting him in the ways that you can and let surrendering his journey to the infinite wisdom of, of the creator. And that's the most powerful thing that you could do. So thank you. I honor you and I thank you for doing that and showing up that way to your husband. Thank you so much. You are a beautiful soul. Cobb. Kebabs, voices are waves. Absolutely, absolutely. Yudel, you're welcome. Um, okay, Skywalker tries, no question. I was joking about hexagram 58. What comes up anyways? Count it all joy, right? <clears throat> Do, if you have a question, um, yeah, I get it. You don't have a joy. Okay, thank you for joking with me. <laughs> I love jokes. I love to laugh. Laugh uh, creates good energy. Okay, Codwalk, our thoughts in the mind itself is truly amazing. I wish they taught this stuff in school. It would make it would make kids' lives so much easier. You know what, Cod, that so resonates with me. One of the my goals is after um, maybe you know some years down the road, my my focus will be on child, you know, using my money, prosperity that the universe gives me in money to uh, for child development. I really want to, you know, that's why I'm thinking because. You know, when we, when the child is conditioned to believe certain things, you know, because of their parents, grandparents, society, then they behave as adults in those ways. So the child's mind, as their child developing, they're developing their nervous system, you know, they're developing everything, they're developing the brain, they're developing the nervous system. It's got to be one that of empowerment, confidence, support, which I felt like I didn't receive because my father was, uh, you know, my, I had a journey to go with my father. He was very dysfunctional. So I, I agree that child development is the most important thing that there's a shaman that says, uh, give me a child age one to seven, and I will give you a man. Give me a child age one to seven, and I will give you the man. So, oh, Mr. Sabak. So you want, okay, I will do the, uh, okay. So Mr. Sabak, um, I will do the I Ching Oracle um about about 
your new job. So I will pull that card for you next week. Okay, Mr. Sabox, um, about your new job here. Okay, now let's see what other questions. You're welcome, Natalia. You're welcome. Um, you're welcome. I'm, I'm glad that I could show, give you some perspective. And what you're doing is, is, is absolutely on point. We should all be doing that. You're not judging. You're just present. Allow him to be in that journey of whatever that may be. And I know it's very, very difficult to watch somebody that you love going through pain and suffering. I understand that. But know that it's all taken care of. It's all taken care of. And the infinite wisdom, we don't see it right now because we're in the picture. But let me tell you, God has it. God has it. God has it. And that's why we surrender and let go. Because we, we don't have the bigger picture of why things happen the way they do. And, and when we surrender and release, all will be taken care of. And it's in a way that is so unexpected, in a way that's such a surprise. And that's the beauty of this expansion and journey that we're on. If we knew everything now, Mr. Sawbucks, you want to know everything about If you knew everything about the technology today, you would not be in a journey of expansion and growth. It's because you don't know that you're on a journey of expansion and growth. It's like, it's like having a buffet of table. Like let's say, you know, my Abraham Hicks, my favorite law of attraction teacher says, would you want to have, if you have a buffet of table, a food, a food, a buffet, a food of table, would you want to eat the whole thing right now? Or would you want to eat one thing at a time and then eat some tomorrow, eat some the next day? You don't want to eat the whole thing right now. What's the fun of that? Your body can't even handle it, right? So the journey is to, is, to, is to just be present with now and know that you're taking care of this moment, even if it's the smallest little thing, and not to be concerned about the, the, the bigger thing, the big elephant, the, the entire buffet of food. You're just going to eat that one piece of food, right? Well, that's what we're doing in this journey. And it's not just a new job. It's anything in life, anything in life. It's what is possible right now that I can make happen right now. And then if you make that possible, even if it's the smallest, smallest thing, that will inform the next step. That will inform the next little step. That will inform the next little step. So that's where we focus. That's why the power of this moment is the most important thing. You don't need to know everything. That is the journey of expansion is not to know. And in due time, you will know more and more about that technology. I guarantee it in due time. But it's in the divine timing. It's not for you to know everything today, Mr. Sawbuck. So I want to stress that over and over again. It's about the possibility of what I can do right now. And that's it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, so let me see if there's any other um, questions that, um, that I missed out. Okay. Saripa, how can we stay connected with the divine consciousness even when we are working? Mm -hmm. I love that question. Divine consciousness. Divine consciousness is all about now, about being fully present in the now. That's what divine consciousness really is. Why? Because divine consciousness is only fully present in the now. 
You know, there's a beautiful quote by a philosopher, Wittgenstein. He says, those who live in the now have eternal life. Those who live in the now have eternal life. What does that mean? That, that this divine consciousness only ever is present in the now. If you, if you want to access that divine consciousness, if you want to access that eternal beingness that you are, you have to be fully present in the now. Being fully present in the now is how you connect with divine consciousness. So what does that mean? Does that mean that being fully present now means like, oh, I'm going to have these crazy downloads of like epiphanies that's, that I think is coming from this alien nation or whatever? No, that's not what that means. What it means is that you are so fully present with this moment. And let's say you're at your job. You're, you, like you say, you're working. How do I connect with divine consciousness when I'm working, like in this new job in technology? By being fully aware of the task at hand. What is the task at hand today? Let's say I'm at work. Oh, it's for me to figure out this small piece of the technology. And being fully present with that is divine consciousness. It's not because when you're fully present with that, with figuring out that part of that technology and not thinking about the past, the future, not thinking about the, not thinking about, you know, not knowing everything. If you are just fully present with that, you are in divine consciousness connection. Why? Because your purpose is to figure that out right now. Your purpose is to figure that out right now. And you want to have, a, if you are fully present with that, piece of the technology right now, figuring out that small piece right now, you're going to get received, you're going to have the receive the flow of information and to, to understand that piece. You're not going to be blocked in figuring it out and not being blocked to figure it out. Having that flow of understanding, right, is divine consciousness. Being fully present with that task at hand is your divine consciousness. It's not about having these, what you might think is like these big epiphanies of, oh my God, I am one with the universe and the universe is one with me, which is true. But divine consciousness is about being fully present with the now and having the clarity in the now of whatever you're doing. So if you're at work, being fully present with that task. If you're driving, being fully present with the driving. If you're eating, being fully present with the eating. If you're taking a shower, being fully present with the shower. That's connection to divine consciousness. So um, it's not this thing like this epiphany of what people think. That's not what it is. Because when we transcend this time-space reality, this consciousness level, when we go to a higher consciousness level, it all transcends time and space. When we, when we leave this conscious, this time-space reality, physical form, when we leave it, our, our soul is only ever present in the now. It's never present in the future. It's never present in the past. It's only ever here in the now. Divine consciousness is only present in the now. 
So making your conscious awareness present in the now is your connection to divine consciousness. And that's how you could be connected to divine consciousness at your job. Be fully present with whatever you're doing, that small task that you're doing at your job, be fully present with it. So I hope that answers your questions. Okay, everyone. Um, beautiful questions. Beautiful session. Thank you so much. Um, okay, so I'm gonna let's do a closing prayer and I will come return next week to answer more questions and deliver more eaching oracles. So let's do a closing prayer. Um, I've got to uh, run because I've got to go to my shoot now. <laughs> my video, uh, you know, those videos that I put out, they got to be shot. So I'm, I'm actually shooting video today. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome, Sir Ripa. Take a few deep breaths in, everyone. Dear God, dear angel, spirit, guides, divine masters, creator, thank you so much for allowing us to open this space again, once again, and to really, really uh, connect with our hearts, with one, in, one another and with each other and send it to each other and send it to the planet. We are, I'm so deeply grateful for these beautiful souls with these beautiful, beautiful questions. I am deeply humbled by the questions that I am, um, that comes before me to teach me my viewers are the greatest teachers that I've ever had. And I ask you to please, please allow them to keep um, asking these beautiful questions for their own expansion and growth. Allow them to be on their path of their own awakening. Show them, guide them, light the, light the candle on their own individual soul's path. Show them and allow us to each one of us to surrender and let go of fear, doubt, worries, concerns, knowing that you have infinite wisdom, infinite ways to make all things happen. I ask you to please, please send blessings and lots of price, prosperity to everyone in this room, as we know that each and every one of them are just infinite beings of infinite possibilities and infinite light. And allow them to each one to be present in this moment, whatever the task may be, whatever they're experiencing this moment, to be fully, fully present in the now in order to make that connection to divine consciousness. The divine consciousness is right here, right now, and we all know it. And allow us to be your greatest pencils for your work on the behalf of the light. That each one of us, each one of the viewers, whether it's Rupa, Lulian, Melanie, um, anyone in this room, allow them to see their true awakening and come home to their soul. Allow them to use their unique gifts and talents to make an impact in this world and to influence others in a way that shows them to their own empowerment and their own awakening. So we thank you so much for the technology of Zoom, technology of YouTube, technology that we are that we have here so that we can do this and make all of this possible to bring our energies as one. And so we thank you so much. And we ask you to please allow us as a collective one to just broadcast beautiful light of love, compassion to others that may not be on their own awakening path that we surrender and let them be on their journey and their soul's path and journey. And we surrender to it, that everything is perfect. Everything is perfect as it is. And everything is whole and allow us to connect and awaken to the perfection of the universe, the perfection of who we are, the perfection of the people around us, that we can see everything in wholeness. And we thank you so much. We thank you again for your continued support, your continued protection, your continued wisdom, your continued guidance, and most importantly, your unconditional love. And so it is. Namaste. Thank you so much. 
Oh, special gifts LA. Yeah, you know, this will be, it's being recorded so you can watch it. So I'll see you all next week. Much love and blessings for the rest of the week, the rest of the weekend. Send you love and